0: This podcast is a project of the Mass Cultural Council. We believe in the power of culture, the arts, humanities, and sciences to enrich communities, advance equity, and foster creativity.
1: Promising practices across the country most often emerge from paying attention to the unique context that you're in. And of course, our context is really... Um, That we have a ton of nonprofit organizations, rich cultural resources in the arts, and this spectacularly beautiful environment.
0: Hi, I'm Anita Walker at the Mass Cultural Council, and welcome to Creative Minds Out Loud. Our guest today is Lisa Donovan, professor of arts management at the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts and a longtime friend of the Mass Cultural Council. It's about time we had you on our program. Thanks, Anita. It's great to be here. Now, you have uh, so much experience working in nonprofits in the Berkshires, uh, stunning nonprofits, trying to get the arts into the schools. Mm-hmm. The arts organizations all over Massachusetts and, and elsewhere, I imagine, um, have found their way into the schools, into the classroom, seeing an opportunity to start building the next generation of participation in our arts organizations. But one of the things that I feel like, at least in government, we talk about all the time, and I'm still waiting to see the best example of it, is how do we work as a region? Whether you're talking about the arts or education or tourism, how do we capture the essence of a region and make that work for us? And that's what you're working on right now.
1: Absolutely. Um Absolutely. I, I when I uh came to MCLA about six years ago now, I was coming back to Berkshire County. I had left uh I had been living there the full the whole time, but I had left for about ten years. Um and when I came back with fresh eyes, one of the things that I noticed was that we have the most amazing array of arts and culture organizations, um, and and all of them are, are working with the schools and doing amazing work. But what I wasn't seeing so much of is a sort of regional alignment of those resources. Um, and so when I came to MCLA, I really wondered how might we begin to think like a region so that we could become a model for arts education and collaboration with arts and culture organizations, that could be a national model because there's lots of urban models, but very few models for, for deep arts education in rural areas. So what does
0: it mean to think like a region?
1: Well, that's what I've been wrestling with. I think um, what uh, when I came to MCLA, one of the things that I wanted to look for is, are there models in other rural areas that we might um, emulate? And so uh, we received a National Endowment for the Arts grant to do some basic research. And we thought we would be doing a literature review um, and looking at, at different models. But the models that we looked at, and this is my collaborator, Marin Brown and I, um, were things like uh, Big Thought in Dallas, or uh, Houston Arts Partners, or you know Right Brain Initiative in Oregon. But they were all urban settings. And so we weren't finding the rural models. And so we went to the literature. And we're not finding a lot of literature on arts education in rural areas. And so we moved to interviewing folks across the country to look for promising practices. And we found two things. We found that we in the Berkshires uh, share many of the issues that rural areas face, whether it's poverty, geographic spread, Um, limited access to funding. And promising practices across the country most often emerge from paying attention to the unique context that you're in. And of course our context is really um, that we have you know a ton of nonprofit organizations, rich cultural resources in the arts, and this spectacularly beautiful environment. Um, And so we pulled together, based on that research, we pulled together a cross-sector convening to ask stakeholders, how might we think differently about arts education? How might we do that kind of alignment? And a couple of ideas came out of those convenings. One was to create a blueprint for arts education. Could we create a shared vision? And the second was, could we integrate more of the arts um, more systematically across the schools? And there's 13 districts in Berkshire County.
0: So now you've just prompted about thirteen thousand questions <laughs> in my mind. Right. So I'll just throw a bunch of them at you and you pick which ones you okay, want to answer. <laughs> so when you think about alignment, are you thinking about, well, we may have some schools where there's a really rich participation by the cultural organizations in providing arts experiences and some that are getting nothing. Is that part of what we're thinking about in terms of aligned sort of the distribution of the arts uh, resources to the Thirteen different school districts.
1: Yeah, so so uh, we have we're in a hundred square mile area, and so those thirteen districts are are really across a wide range of areas. And what you tend to see is that arts organizations will work within a certain geographic radius to them, and so you have schools who are getting a lot and schools who are getting very little. And so actually, in uh, with support from MCC, we have just. Uh, recently, been working on creating uh, what we're thinking of as an equity map that shows who's working where and what are they doing. Um, and what's really been interesting is there's a lot of coverage happening um, in terms of arts organizations partnering with schools. But what's not happening is there's not a sense of how do we how as a region are we thinking about this? Are are there things that we want to make? Is there data that we want to collect? Is there a vision that we're moving towards? How are we collectively moving the needle? Because we could do that, you know. It's it's a it's a small enough region. Um, we work closely with our superintendent roundtable, who are really super excited about the arts. Um, So, this is more about kind of getting a shared focus so that we could decide out of everything we could do with schools, what's most important um, and what what kind of data do we want to collect.
0: Are you also looking into where there may be sort of a a supply shortage? Like you've got a thousand violin teachers, but no one who teaches the saxophone. I mean, that's a crazy
1: example, but I mean like… yeah. That's a great question. So I think partly this mapping is is, uh, sort of a first step of inventorying. We're also working, we have a professional learning network. This comes out of the um, superintendent's roundtable, where they're able to fund a series of PLNs and one is for arts educators in the schools. So we've been having uh, conversations with them in terms of what do schools have already in the system? What do they not have? Many schools have music and art and not so much dance and theater. Um, and so that kind of inv- inventorying is sort of a first step to saying, what are we missing and what do we want to do about that?
0: Talk a little bit more about sort of the u- uniquenesses of a rural environment. I um, mean You talked about people being spread out, transportation issues. The internet, yes, right. <laughs> Dial up. I mean, I keep hearing that uh, that all, yeah, a lot out yeah, in the yeah. Berkshires. Um, but um, are there other sort of characteristics about life in a rural environment that the arts could um, um, particularly
1: uh, well address? Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the uh, one uh, shared challenge in rural areas is outmigration of youth, right? Young people are moving to where they perceive there'll be more of a, a nightlife and that kind of thing. Um, what's interesting about Berkshire County is we have incredible um, creative youth development initiatives, um, and, and many of them have emerged in conjunction with the work that you're doing at MCC. Um, we find that when youth are plugged into um the arts, whether it's in school or out of school, it fosters a deep passion for the region and as well as a deep uh, a sense of identity for themselves. And so we're finding that that actually keeps young people in the area. Um, we find that um, college students who are coming to the area, you know, um, and getting immersed in the arts and culture scene also want to stay in the area. So it really becomes a, a hub and a, a connector to the region. Um
0: And gives it a sense of identity and a sense of place, which is everybody wants to feel like they're from or in a place. Yeah. This may uh, may or may not be one of the issues you're addressing, but one of the things that I notice a lot about the Berkshires and obviously the Cape is while in the winter they certainly feel very rural, in the summertime they don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are parts of rural America that are rural 12 months of the year. What is it? What is it about that dynamic here, that way your population explodes for 10 months, ten weeks and then is, you know, back yeah. to a more sparsely
1: populated area? Well, another thing that we're really thinking about, again, regionally, is that the people, the year-round residents of Berkshire County don't always think that the arts are for them. There's the, an assumption that, oh, well, that's for the tourists. So that's one thing we're actively working on. Um, and in addition to the blueprint that we're working on right now to create that those convenings to generate the shared vision we also received a grant from the federal Department of Education for um, professional development in arts education to launch what we're calling BrainWorks, and that stands for Berkshire Regional Arts Integration Network so that funding um, came to our partner the North Adams Public School District um, it's a four-year seven hundred forty thousand dollar grant targeting for Title I districts. And so what's incredible about that is we'll be doing professional development with with educators. It'll be organized around research. The arts and culture organizations will be invited in to do professional development and mentoring. But what it does is it connects our our children um, to the arts as part of their education in really robust ways throughout the academic year, and that will yield um, deeper connections in the summer, and will also educate parents and families. So our hope is that education is really the key to connecting people to to the unique assets of this area.
0: You know, that prompts a question in my mind I'm curious about, because your comment that the year-round residents don't necessarily look at jacobs pillow and a mass mocha maybe and so forth and think they belong to them um are our organizations providing year-round programming for the year-round residents is that a piece of the puzzle
1: they are and that's another great question so um More and more, I see arts organizations offering um, community engagement, deep community engagement programming that is year-round. I see places like Mass MoCA giving, you know, having a teen program and then allowing teens to then bring their their families. And so it's not the arts organization necessarily um, reaching out to parents. It's the kids bringing their parents to come and see, and and they're giving them tours. Um, Yeah, I think that... um, The arts organizations are on top of it. In addition, we've been partnering with the Berkshire Taconic Community Foundation, who received a grant from the Barr Foundation that's part of what's being called the Creative Commonwealth Initiative. And one of their areas of focus is community engagement. So already we're starting to say, okay, if we are creating a blueprint and we're now um, partnering with Berkshire Taconic, if Berkshire Taconic is also focusing on community engagement, working with um, supporting uh, arts and culture organizations to pay attention to this, and we're all kind of focused on collecting the research and analyzing it together. You can start to see how that aligns and gets us all kind of rowing in the same direction for change. So what's next? So we will. We are engaged now in this blueprint development uh, project. It'll be cross-sector. Um, it'll be a shared vision. Uh, and it will also generate shared measurement systems um, with, in collaboration with our Berkshire Regional Planning Commission. Um, we will launch that. We'll, we'll, uh, launch that in the next year and start to collect data and review. And then based on what we find as a region, we'll, we'll continue this sort of collective thinking about how do we ensure that our schools mirror the rich cultural assets um, that we have right here. And we'll have to have you back and find out what happens. I'd love to to come back.
0: Lisa (laughs) Donovan, Professor of Arts Management at the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts, another one of our Creative Minds Out Loud. Thanks, Anita. To learn more about this episode and to subscribe, visit creativemindsoutloud.org.